Hi listeners, we have Dr. Sheila Kumari on the show from University of Delhi. She she works in the Department of Physical Education of Gandhi College. So let's begin. Now. Hello, hi, hi listeners. Okay. Uh, um, okay, ma'am, you pursued a career as a fitness teacher. What inspired you? Well, uh, I was, uh, uh, my first inspiration was my cousin. Uh, yeah. He was uh, Uday Kumar. He was a volleyball player. He was an Arjuna, Arjuna awardee. Uh, we used to see him play and uh, he was my first inspiration. No one else in my family has played otherwise at any competitive level, but yeah, recreational playing, uh, all, we were always doing that. And uh, when we were children, we, were, we used to play in our colony, uh, all boys and girls together, we used to play badminton, you know, all those indigenous games like Pitu, Langri Tang, and Kavaddi, Koko, et cetera, et cetera. So I was always a, you know, a person who was interested in playing, learned cycling. We used to jump walls on the terraces. So <laughs> it was a very good experience. So yeah, I, I was a botany honor student in uh, Gargi College itself. And I used to play for the college volleyball team and I represented the university. And uh, that is how I thought maybe uh, I could pursue MSc in physical education at that point of time. Uh, MSc and MA in physical education was in vogue in uh, National Bay College of Physical Education. So I thought uh, a postgraduate degree plus a professional education. So what's better than that? Uh, that is how I got into physical education and uh, completed my MPhil and uh, uh, was employed in Jesus and Mary College first. No, Gargi College for a month and then Jesus and Mary College for a year. And then I got back to Gargi again uh, in a permanent post. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a very enjoyable journey. Yeah. Like you are acting from childhood only. Yes, yes. That's we used to great. play a lot. We used to play a lot. Although summer vacations are really memorable for me. I mean, um, we had these huge terraces where we were staying and all the children of our uh, of our locality would get together and uh, play uh, in on the terraces. And, uh, you know, and uh, we used to play badminton in the evening, Coco, uh, Pitu, Lovely memories of childhood. You were very active. <laughs> like you were completely different from what uh, what exposure we had in our childhood. Like we don't have any uh, such exposure in playing and all. Okay. Yeah. No, our time we were very very active because that is that was the time when television was just coming into vogue. So. Mm -hmm. uh, all families did not have television. We just used to have radios, actually. So television was just coming to vogue, was just coming into vogue, and uh, uh, that was not our major source of recreation. Our major source of recreation was uh, playing sports or reading all those uh, lovely books like Chanda Mama, Parag, and I don't know if you have read those. Uh, so beautiful yeah, books, and then enlightened. Yes. Uh, you get those, uh, you got, I mean, uh, whatever moral values that we have, we used to get through those books. Actually, Chandamama was a very good source of, uh, you know, uh, uh, folk stories and and uh, uh, stories with a moral. <laughs> so it was a beautiful, beautiful time, actually. Yeah. Uh, 
That's great. So that's why I. Yeah, that's where I got my uh, liking for reading. Also, I mean, I read all kinds of books, and uh, nowadays because life is so busy, uh, teaching and you know all those admission-related work, and so you, I'm uh, slightly, I have cut back on my reading. I don't get time to read so much, but uh, I have a huge library at home, and uh, you know, uh, reading was a passion. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to reading when I retire. I would like to discuss uh, what are the future risks in terms of health uh, that today's generation is going to face in the future. Yes, because there is so much of uh, lack of physical activity uh, nowadays. There is no organized physical activity per se. Uh, uh, earlier colleges used to have a sports period in the timetable every day for uh, all the streams. So uh, children used to come and they used to play for an hour. It is recommended by WHO that each uh, adolescent should get at least 60 minutes of uh, physical activity a day. But nowadays, I don't see people being very active. It is only the people mm -hmm. who are selected on sports quota, on sports yeah, yeah. spaces who are coming playing for the teams, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So that is why we instituted the system of Gargi Olympiad. Uh, we have this inter-stream competition and we have introduced those indigenous games like uh, 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 Langri Tang and Pitu and uh, Gallery, all of those games. So uh, there is this competition between the arts, farmers and science streams and we have a best stream uh, uh, trophy uh, which is awarded on the annual sports day. Yeah, uh, lifestyle diseases are increasing so much. I mean, because of inactivity, um, uh, diabetes, uh, the diabetes type 2, diabetes mellitus type 2 cases are increasing. Uh, by 2030 or by 2040, India is going to be a diabetes capital of the world. And uh, we are going to have the sec we already have the second largest number of obese children in the uh, country next to China. China is number one and we are the second one. So uh, obesity, obviously, uh, obesity earlier used to be called a metabolic disorder, but now it is a disease. It has been categorized as a disease because it gives rise to so many other diseases like uh, hypertension, like uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and uh, diabetes, obviously, and some kinds of cancers and, you know, you name it. And there are many, many diseases that are on the rise. So uh, inactivity um, uh, the basis of life is movement. From the time that we are born, uh, we move, isn't it? We move our hands and legs and, uh, and uh, we learn to uh, uh, flip around, we learn to crawl, we learn to walk and we learn to run also. The basis of life is movement and metabolism runs if we move and our metabolism is bad if we don't move. So uh, physical activity is very, very important for everyone, childhood onwards, and till the time we are 90 years of age or 100 years of age, physical activity is very important to maintain our functional independence. We have to be functionally fit and independent, not depending on anybody till the time that we are alive. So uh, for me, uh, physical activity is very important, yeah. <laughs> and ma'am, I've also seen like life expectancy rate is also following, um, it's decreasing day by day. 
no a life expectancy yeah it's it's increasing actually earlier uh, in the ancient times people used to die at 40 50 60 and now the average age of an indian is at 70 set between 70 and 80 actually so uh, the life expectancy is increasing because of better medical uh, services that are available now isn't it for any disease doctors are prepared and there is better medical coverage but then along with that physical activity is very necessary so that we don't we don't get into that zone of uh, needing medical coverage isn't it Yeah. Uh, medical help um, uh, any genetic disorder is fine genetic disorder it can happen but we can always delay it it can be delayed till the time that we are alive it can be uh, very much delayed or maybe we don't get into that zone at all so environment also has a lot of influence it's not only genetics but environment has a lot of influence so uh, for example uh, diabetes type 1 uh, mm-hmm. is genetic uh and uh, there is nothing that one can do about it but one can manage that condition with physical activity mm-hmm. and with observing proper nutrition levels so uh it's a, it's a, we can uh, all those conditions we can manage them with physical activity that is what i'm trying to say yeah okay so ma'am according to you like we have seen farming is also full of uh, full of so many chemicals and fertilizers like what we are eating is not even uh, natural it's not it's like something made in factories and that's what we are eating so what we can yes do- it's very scary it is very scary the future is very scary because uh, we have these uh, elements who don't really care about people per se so mm-hmm. that is why organic food is coming into work where uh, uh, chemicals are not used and pesticides are not used and but they are expensive yes yeah. so we have to what we have to do is uh, whatever food produced that we get at home mm-hmm. we need to really clean it very well it has to be very hygienically treated and uh, and 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 we have to look at everything very very carefully uh, nowadays if you seen uh, mangoes uh, are rotted get rotted very quickly yeah. isn't it from the yeah. inside they are from the inside they rot because of all those chemicals that they add to Uh, ripen it very quickly so uh, we have to be very very careful and when we get the produce home when we get those uh, fruits or vegetables home we have to clean it thoroughly and uh, potassium permanganate is uh, sometimes recommended to clean the surface of the uh, vegetable or the fruit but about the inside there is pretty i mean i don't know what else can be done to reduce the uh, pesticide influence yeah and there is a uh, like a uh, more of uh, packaging foods that people are cons- people are consuming nowadays like are they don't have awareness like they contain dirty carbohydrates and they just consume it as a free like if they are hungry they just eat it they don't feel like to no, Yeah, correct, correct. It's very essential to look at the ingredients list uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you buy a packet. Even if you don't have time to cook, uh, when you buy something off the shelf, then it is very important to look at the ingredients there, and uh, and you have to see what what is the content of fat there, what is the content of protein, or what is the content of carbohydrates in that particular uh, food packet. Mm-hmm. And uh, we should buy only accordingly. And it is very important to look at the 
uh, expiry date also there, use before dates. That, that is also very, very important because uh, that really influences the kind of nutrients that we are getting. So uh, eating out of packages is not a very good idea, but then, yeah, maybe we could, if we could look at the ingredients and the kind of stuff that is there inside, uh, which is not really harmful to our bodies, maybe we can do that, yeah. But uh, the best thing is cooking for food at home, buying natural food and cooking at home. That is the best thing possible. I'm like you, you always eat, you don't eat from outside. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no, it, it is very less, very less. It's only once in a while uh, when friends come in and uh, that's it. Otherwise, uh, eating from outside is very less. We don't even get anything from outside unless it is uh, a bread. And uh, even that we have switched to whole grain bread and uh, uh, we don't buy the white bread anymore. So, so many I, I, like my tea yes. breads. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. I have switched to brown sugar, um, uh, the uh, demerara sugar. Uh, which is a very raw, uh, raw form of sugar. We eat sugar very less. So if it is required, then we use the uh, brown sugar or we use um, uh, even, even the salt we have changed uh, at home. Salt is uh, oh, pink salt. I mean, uh, I, the, the, I don't know what the oh, English name is. Yeah, raw salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we have changed to that too. I'm trying very hard to eat healthy. <laughs> okay, ma'am, what are the um, like two or three lifestyle changes that we can do to just improve? Uh, lifestyle changes is, yeah, like I said, eat, try and eat healthy, eliminate all white things, white things like white sugar, white flour, white salt, uh, white pasta, eliminate all of that and eat only uh, whole grain uh, 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 flour and whole grain uh, pasta, isn't it? Or uh, uh, use brown sugar if if it is really required. Sugar is required very less actually. We shouldn't take ex extra sugar. So mm -hmm. eat brown sugar if it is required or use honey or use jaggery, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but all of these are uh, sugar sources anyway. Even mango is a sugar source, isn't it? So uh, for diabetics, all of these things are really not uh, uh, advised. But then if we cannot do without sugar, then we eat brown sugar. And we go, go for that raw raw uh, form of sugar, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, even, even in salt, like I said, we are uh, taking that pink salt, Himalayan salt. Yeah, Himalayan salt, it is called. So we are taking that. We have changed that in, in our lifestyle. We are using coconut oil. Uh, it is said olive oil is very good, but uh, olive oil in our kind of climate, uh, uh, I'm a Keralite, so uh, we like olive oil, uh, coconut oil. So we cook uh, in coconut oil. We've, we've eliminated all those uh, uh, other oils that we get, uh, like, um, what is that? Uh, soybean oil and all of that. We've eliminated that, but our cooking is now in purely in uh, coconut oil. So uh, I think we should adopt coconut oil. Uh, uh, coconut oil used to be a villain at first, but yeah. now it is recognized that it is a very healthy option using coconut oil. Yeah. Like in Sattvic lifestyle, we use uh, this kind of oils, uh, coconut yes. oil, and just eating yeah. tomatoes and chilies, not as such onions. Correct. And 
meat products isn't it chicken mm-hmm. meat even egg there are vegetarians also i mean you can't even eat egg uh, in veganism and uh, it's purely vegetables and vegetables and vegetables isn't it so yeah um, uh, it's it's one's own preference actually uh, if you want to be a vegan then uh, it's one's own preference but it also uh, depends what kind of uh, proteins you get what kind of vitamins you get from your food isn't it so if you are eating healthy then you should be getting a balanced diet so if veganism gives you a balanced diet i think one should go for it so uh, but one has to examine all the options first whether it is going to be very healthy for us because um, uh, sometimes uh, people say that egg gives you uh, a lot of zinc isn't it a lot of uh, protein and uh, 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 chicken also gives us a lot of vitamin d or vitamin b12 and uh, uh, which is not available in pr- plants uh, no. so uh, you know it is kind of if we can compensate for that for uh, not getting vi- vitamin b12 or vitamin d then it's fine i mean uh, veganism is very good even the dad koli says he follows veganism yes 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 yeah uh, he must be uh, uh, i mean all his source of energy must be from uh, i mean i think they don't even take milk veganism i am not very sure about uh, veganism so per se but they, uh, they don't take they drink yes. milk or so yes correct correct there are all kinds of milk actually cashew milk almond milk so almond milk is supposed to be very good actually so uh, we have lots of uh, 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 milk nowadays is very bad it, it is creating a lot of lactose yeah. intolerance in people yes people are getting that condition of lactose intolerance i mean mm-hmm. uh, in childhood we drink milk but we don't get those symptoms but when they, when we grow up that is when we kind of start getting those symptoms of lactose intolerance so uh that is when we need to substitute uh, the synthetic milk that we are getting with uh, some other thing that is uh, from a natural source yeah i think animal milk mm-hmm. animal milk i think uh, cow's milk i guess one should not milk. it's not yes. our diet yes it is not our diet yes mm-hmm. so um uh, so uh, yeah living healthy uh, uh, doing exercises in a day uh, get up in the morning if you're a morning person go out to walk or uh, do some yoga or go for a jog or go for a run if you're an evening person there are people who can wake up early there are people who can't wake up early so maybe they can go out in the evening and go for a 60 minute run or a walk or any kind of exercise that they want to do do some strength training or go in for aerobics or uh going for any other activity like rope skipping and uh, they should begin small uh begin with baby steps start small basically when you begin uh then that is the point where your muscles get sore because they are unused they're not being used so uh, gradually you should put your gradually slowly through the grind uh 
if the body gets used to the load that you put on it, used to the pressure that you're putting on it. And uh, gradually you can increase the amount of uh, uh, frequency of the exercise, the intensity of the exercise and the duration of the exercise also. And you can reach, uh, I think you can begin with uh, 10 to 20 minutes and then go up to 60, 60 minutes uh, uh, when, you, when, you are, uh, when you get used to that particular routine. And 60 minutes uh, a day is absolutely essential. Uh, WHO says that 30 minutes for five days a week is fine for uh, maintaining your health or fitness. But then I think uh, all of us adults should opt for one, one hour a day daily. And there has to be a rest day in between. It cannot be all seven days that we are doing our activity. There has to be one day of rest in between so that our muscles can repair and recuperate and you know our uh, energy levels build up again for the next day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ma'am, how do you manage to achieve your fitness goals? Like, I can also see you are so fit in this age. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, uh, before pre-corona, now there is a, a, a classification here, pre-corona and post-corona. <laughs> so we haven't yet reached post-corona, but pre-corona, I was a daily... I used to go out daily. I'm not a morning person. I'm an evening person. So I used to go out daily and walk for an hour and uh, do some stretching exercises and uh, strength exercises. I was kind of lazy about it. But yeah, walking was a regular, uh, a regular feature. And uh, but post Corona, after the Corona pandemic has happened, it's been one has been confined to home. So uh, earlier on, uh, I used to just take it easy and just walk around in the house but then I realized that it is affecting me not walking is affecting me so uh, when I take those classes also I stand up and teach as you would have seen me stand up, standing up and teaching and I uh, whenever I'm preparing notes also I'm standing and preparing notes and uh, walking uh, uh, on the spot uh, like you can say I'm marching on the spot so that is my uh, uh, I do uh, fitness activity that way. And also one hour I devote every day from uh, seven to eight every day walking inside the home. I haven't yet gone outside. Uh, uh, I'm thinking one of these days I will uh, start going outside and doing my walk. Yeah, it's been pretty much confined to home. That's great, ma'am. How you utilize your <laughs> time is, I should learn from this. Yeah. yeah, we can we can do all of that actually. Like there are people who make excuses. We don't have time to work out. No, there is always time. It is just in our mind. There is always time. If we want to do something, we can create time for that particular uh, activity. Whatever we want to do, we can create time for that. Yeah. Yeah. In between, I also tried aerobics. Uh, I mean, there are these YouTubes that are. Uh, available uh, and there are such lovely people who are you know mm -hmm. teaching us how to do things and starting from the beginner level to the advanced level and uh, I, I tried that too and it was very interesting uh, but somehow uh, when work pressure increased I had to <laughs> I had to switch back to walking uh, at home and uh, that is what I've been doing yes. Okay then what are the options available at home for like online, what we can ask, like people we can search for who teaches live, how to be fit. 
Uh, well, um, uh, aerobics is one that uh, I can definitely recommend. There is this uh, walk a mile uh, uh, program with Leslie Sansoni, which is my favorite. Uh, the, the, yeah, <laughs> yes. So uh, that is very uh, nice. And there are other, uh, I, like I was watching a video the other day, 5,000 steps in an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, earlier, they used to be the Smith about you have to take 10,000 steps a day to keep physically fit, isn't it? So uh, it is that, but that was not based on any particular research per se. So nowadays, uh, research has been done and people are coming out with theories like you have to at least walk 5,000 to 7,000 steps a day to keep yourself physically active and physically fit. So um, uh, there are videos which, you know, help you cope with that 7,000 and not let you feel bored. And that is the number one uh, uh, demotivating factor, feeling bored while doing something, isn't it? So uh, there are these very pretty engaging videos that are online available. And there are these streaming apps also. And uh, uh, one can, um, one can uh, you know, access live studios also, I think. Uh, uh, like those cure fit classes that I was talking about, they, they yeah, you have to take a membership and uh, you get a personal trainer also. The the person can guide you also, isn't it? Yeah. There are many options available online nowadays, which we uh, uh, in our childhood never did have these options, but we used to really play. Yeah, so that was our fitness. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, ma'am, uh, I've also seen few people listen to the music while exercising. It gives like, uh, yeah. you go with the beat. Yes. Um, yeah, I've seen people, yes, people do walk uh, with the mobile in their hands and their uh, headphones in their ears and they listen to music while walking. Yeah, while it is inside the colony, while it is safe, it is fine. But if you're going outside and if you look hearing music full blast and uh, and you're not hearing the horns be horn behind you or if you're not seeing the vehicle coming in front of you, then that's going to be a bit dangerous. So one has to be very careful while using the headphones there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Listening to music, you know, it really uh, cuts down the uh, the grind behind it, the uh, uh, the thing, uh, our mind thinks that this is hard work. So when you listen to music, uh, your mind automatically converts it into a into a, a fun workout, isn't it? So uh, it creates a sensation of having fun. So uh, listening to music is one very good option for uh, while exercising. Yes, even uh, spin uh, spinning while doing spinning, stationary bikes. Even then they play music so that uh, the people don't get bored and they can, you know, spin the bikes at that particular rhythm at the, at the, at the beat that the uh, uh, music is playing. Even some doctors also recommend um, music whenever we are depressed or feel demotivated. Yes, music is, uh, music really lifts your mood. Whenever you're feeling depressed or whenever you're feeling blue, if you listen to good music, uh, music that you like, and uh, you can see that instantly you come out of that, come out of that negative feeling kind of a situation, isn't it? You are, you get through that, and maybe you can even, uh, if you are grappling with a problem, you can even solve that problem uh, when you're listening to music, and 
or maybe you can think that okay problems do occur but then i have to live through this problem and i have i will find out a solution to this problem so music is uplifting it is very uplifting and uh, uh, it is even recommended by doctors for people who are differently able and there are, there is music therapy uh, that is conducted by uh, psychotherapists and uh, it calms people down and uh, and obviously the mood uh, you feel you are left feeling happy actually uh -huh. yeah Okay, ma'am. Uh, I was just going through some uh, reports. I realized that there in metro cities, the chances of cancer are going to rise. Like, like number of people will be going to be more in future. With cancer. Yes, because yes, that is true. Because uh, there is this uh, rapid urbanization. There is this mechanization, isn't it? There is uh, there are better prosperity levels while you are in towns and you know, metro cities and uh, and you're eating rich. You're eating all that stuff that you're not supposed to eat. So all of that is going to and you're not exercising. So all of that is going to go and uh, create cancer, isn't it? Or any other kind of a disease, in fact. So uh, this theory of uh, free radicals uh, moving around in your body. Uh, and that is why you are uh, expected to eat fruits and vegetables because they have antioxidants and they can combine with that free radical and eliminate the danger altogether. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, um, uh, metro cities will go through a boom of lifestyle diseases and cancers, yes. Uh, unless people realize that physical activity and proper nutrition are very, very important. And stress, stress is another factor. Yeah. Uh, while we are in the city, yeah, we are, we are, you know, crazy, mad rush to reach somewhere or do something, isn't it? There are these looming deadlines. And uh, so coping with all of that while coping with your household also. So coping with all of that, uh, you need to be a superhuman then, isn't it? Yeah. So that is why time management and uh, all those meditation sessions and uh, breathing deeply, all of those things are really, really required. So breathe a while, you have to take a breather while you are uh, engaged in your mad rush. And uh, so stress is going to be another big factor in creating those lifestyle diseases. Yeah. Like we are now uh, talking about mental health, but I think it's it's there in our, in our society since so long. But now we have realized the importance of mental health. Yes, yes, it's 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 really uh, coming to the fore now. Uh, there used to be this stigma about uh, mental illness earlier, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, anybody who went to a psychologist or a psychotherapist was labeled mad, isn't it? So that stigma is uh, gradually going away. People are going to psychologists to uh, seek counseling about various issues. And, uh, so it is very good. I mean, one has to talk it out. Even in a college, we have this uh, society called Izar where uh, they listen to the problems of the students, isn't it? And we in our department also have a, a counseling section called Sarthi. Uh, they listen to the sports person's uh, troubles and it's just a listening team. They listen to, I mean, all of us uh, speak a lot, but uh, there are very few listeners. So even if we talk about your, our problems, that lessens the uh, seriousness of that issue, isn't it? So if there is a willing ear uh, who can hear us and uh, that helps us talk through that problem and maybe it helps us arrive at a solution also by ourselves. Yeah. So uh, this Sarki team, they
they are not supposed to intervene or they are not supposed to give advices to the people who are unloading themselves. So, uh, so uh, they're not supposed to give advice or they're not supposed to uh, say anything, but they're just supposed to lend a ear. So that is what all of us need, actually. All of us just need somebody who can hear our problems and not offer, offer us any advice because we don't want any advice. We already know what is to be done inside, but we are subconsciously avoiding that. So, uh, but when we talk, we talk through it and we can arrive at a solution uh, if we really if we are really not in such a condition that we cannot really think so uh, for, for you or for me if uh, we have a, a listening ear somebody who is non-judgmental who is not judging you and that person can listen to us listen to our problems uh, nothing like it and uh, at the end of it you are left feeling very energized isn't it yeah. all right so ma'am, communication is the like solution to every problem, I think. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Even students. Communication is the key. Yes, communication is the key to surviving in a society. If we don't communicate with uh, one another, then there are a lot of misunderstandings that, that can happen. And there are a lot of uh, fights uh, that happen, can happen. The misunderstandings create more misunderstandings. So. Uh, I think one should just sit across the table, discuss and finish it off. This um, communication is also missing in uh, parents and student relationship. Like they don't talk with each other. They can talk to their friends. Uh, that's true. Uh, Earlier, uh, ancient times, parents used to be like rulers, isn't it? I mean, uh, ancient times, I'm talking about ancient times. But nowadays, I see that parents are friends to their uh, uh, children. And uh, uh, I think there is a lot more of communication than what happened, than what used to happen in our days. Our parents uh, were like, uh, they were busy with what they were doing. I mean, they were busy earning a living or trying to live, isn't it? So they didn't have time for us children uh, per se, but they were always encouraging that I can, that I can say they were always encouraging with what one wanted to do, but then they were not like friends, friends. But nowadays there are parents who are uh, good friends with their children and that is the right uh, uh, way to be. I mean, uh, that is how uh, problems in the society can go away. If children can confide in their parents and if parents can be very sure of their children and confident in their children, then I don't think families would have any problems at all. Even they have to change for now. For <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, parents need to be uh, more like friends to their uh, uh, children and uh, but children should not take advantage of that fact uh, that parents are like uh, friends and uh, maybe I can you know twist my my father or my father mother around my finger and I can get whatever I want out of them that should not be the case uh, there has to be a very uh, there has to be respect but there also has to be this love affection and friendship uh, with uh, that's the kind of relationship that should be there with parents actually right okay ma'am uh, we can see in our society that we have more of competition among ourselves rather than collaboration but as we grow up we realize the importance of collaboration and teamwork 
but we are not taught this since childhood. Yeah, competition because uh, there are so many of us in India. One point four billion. We are touching one point four billion, and uh, jobs are jobs are not so much, isn't it? Jobs are very very scarce. Or whenever we are studying, uh, uh, there is this cross pressure on us from the parents' side or from the teachers' side that you have to excel. You have to be in that eighty ninety percent category, isn't it? There is so much of pressure. Uh, from the society side, from the family side, so that is how you get into competition. That uh, you you don't you don't want the other to know what you're doing, what your tricks are while studying, or what your tricks are while you're doing something. So you don't want the other person to excel because you want want uh, yourself to excel, isn't it? Yeah. So that is why there is this uh, competition. Yes. Uh, but uh, the thing is, uh, uh, right now, I think we are in the rote learning stage, isn't it? Mm. We just try and memorize everything and uh, we just go and give our exams and that's it, isn't it? But if there is collaboration, if there is group study, that is when you really understand the concepts behind each and every theory, isn't it? You understand the concepts, you discuss it, discuss it out. And there is a lot of clarity when you discuss it out. And uh, those concepts never go out of your mind. Once it is embedded in your brain, uh, you are never, uh, you are not likely to forget it ever, isn't it? No. But right now we are doing rote learning, and uh, within a year's time, or within even a two months' time, we would have forgotten what we had learned for for our exam, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, there is competition. There has to be healthy competition. That is what uh, is the key, actually. Yeah. I think this will change after new education policy. Next maybe, maybe, yeah. There is a lot of change that is coming into new education policy where uh, you are supposed to, the students are supposed to view lectures at home, video lectures at home, mm -hmm. and then come and discuss it in the class. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> there are a lot of changes that are coming in, yes. Okay. Uh, Ma'am, do you enjoy online classes? like teaching online yes i like it i uh, i don't prefer it over the offline classes but uh, i enjoy teaching online yes because uh, uh, there is a lot of freedom there i mean i can go to the uh, internet i can show the students anything that i want while in college uh, the internet the uh, facility is kind of very slow so if all the teachers are using the online facility, then maybe we might not be able to show the uh, uh, online uh, stuff, online content that we want to show you, isn't it? I can play videos easily at home because it is only I, I who am using it, isn't it? So I can show video very easily and I can uh, go to those uh, pages which are very relevant for you to read or uh, uh, which, which I want you to read, isn't it? So... Mm -hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, I do enjoy, uh, uh, I do enjoy online teaching, yes. But yeah, there is this thing that I cannot view the students, all of the students. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't know them by face now if I went tomorrow to the college and if all of you came to the, uh, came to my room, then I wouldn't know you, know each one of you. So that is one great disadvantage that I can see that I don't, we don't, you know, physically see each student and know them particularly isn't it and that interaction of the classes also the same 
interaction of the classes is also missing yeah that's true and i won't and i am not able to gauge who is a better learner and who is mm. who needs more encouragement and who needs more motivation so that also yeah online classes do not enable you to do isn't it? yeah uh, when you are uh, physically taking classes yeah when the class is in front of you you can really make out who is taking in what uh, they are being taught and who is not really very receptive to what is being taught and uh, that can be addressed uh, at that point of time or the students can approach us any time that they want to you know clarify doubts or clarify their topics but in the online mode it is slightly difficult i think but then uh, we can work around it if it is uh, if online classes are to continue we can work around it i think yeah yeah and that connection of a teacher and student that we used to have before corona yes that's true that's that's very very true yeah every student had this uh, individual uh, rapport with the teacher mm -hmm. uh, yeah that is missing yeah the teachers had this rapport with students that is also missing yes that is true let's go <laughs> yeah i think uh, by, by the way that uh, things are happening maybe we might be able to uh, get back to college uh, by uh, january or next semester at least we might be able to get back to college and we will be able to see each other again then i think <laughs> hope so hopefully yeah and ma'am um, like um, we have this work from home model even for you also so how do they manage like are you able to teach from home itself like do you get it vibes in the home to teach just like uh -huh. you used to teach in college um uh, uh yeah when students interact with me that is when i feel good isn't it yeah. when uh, students would ask doubts or when they would say yeah this is the concept that i've learned or this is the concept that i've done and i know already about it and when they interact that is when uh, i i do i do feel very good about it uh, when there is no interaction even when i ask a question or if i uh, say uh, uh, did you understand this if i don't get a response then that is kind of discouraging for the teacher not for not only for me but uh, that's true for every teacher in fact if one doesn't get the response that one wants yeah फॉलोइंग uh sometimes i try and jog if uh, there is not much much furniture around so it's a mix of uh, walking jogging or uh, sometimes lifting weights also i mean whatever heavy stuff that we have at home uh, be it bottles of water or heavy books or whatever so that and the balance exercises yeah balance exercises are something that one does standing on one leg and walking on a straight line and uh, uh, while lying down lifting of leg so uh, those kinds of exercises are uh, one when one crosses 50 then those kinds of exercises are very important for us 
coordination, coordination and balance exercises, I do incorporate them into my lifestyle. So uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, ma'am, our weightlifting is also very important. Strength training is very, very important. Resistance training, at least two days a week is recommended. So uh, if we don't build our muscles, build our muscles is not as in uh, going in for a competition where muscle building happens, not that. But we have to uh, build our muscles to, uh, to, to retain the strength of our muscles, isn't it? Or build up our strength of the muscles so that we can engage in all our daily activities. Like, you know, uh, when, when one is at home, there are so, so, much, so much of work that needs to be done, isn't it? So you do need uh, those strengths, uh, the, the component of strength, and you do need the component of flexibility also. So that, that is very important. So there are these aerobic capacity, flexibility, strength, uh, and uh, uh, you know balance and coordination so these things are to be taken care of uh, when one is not really going outside and is at home uh, we need to pay attention to that yeah and we cannot do in excessive like weight training then flexibility will be missing in our body like yeah weight training is to be done only on alternate days, not on uh, consecutive days. It is to be done only on alternate days when we allow the muscle to recover, isn't it? So uh, when we do weight training, then muscle gets sore. Sometimes there are some minor micro tears that happen in our muscles, isn't it? So we need to give time for the muscle to recover and repair. And then uh, it can be alternate days or it can be either you can identify days like Monday or Thursday or Tuesday or Friday, something like that. I mean, it basically has to be a minimum of two days a week. While flexibility exercises can be done when we are doing aerobic activity, isn't it? Any kind of aerobic activity like walking, running, jogging. Or, uh, or even aerobics, uh, dance aerobics that is being done. So we incorporate stretching at the time of uh, cool down. A yeah. uh, uh, great deal of stretching is done during cool down because our body is already warm, our cardio, uh, cardiovascular system is already up and running, isn't it? So stretching is much more easier at that point of time and flexibility increases at that point of time. While we begin, uh, 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 while we get into any particular routine, we have to do warm up and uh, we do very uh, slight level of uh, stretching at that point of time because uh, without getting warmed up, one really should not stretch because there is a danger of uh, uh, injury happening uh, where your muscle tear can happen. So uh, when you really get warmed up, then you can do some stretching and and massive, uh, the full course of stretching has to be done when uh, one is in the cool down phase. Yeah. Or during aerobics, uh, I mean, dance aerobics, you can do dynamic stretching also during dance aerobics. Yeah. So stretching while moving can also be done. Yes. Like we have to but for that, dance also. Dancing with yes. exercise. Yes, correct. <laughs> so any kind of an aerobic activity is good to maintain health. Uh, if you're looking at health and fitness point of view, any kind of aerobic activity which is done uh, from 20 minutes to 60 minutes is absolutely essential and beneficial for a human being. But if it's but if you're going for uh, training, uh, sports training per se, then obviously the time would increase. Uh, it'll depend on uh, what your target is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it your district level competition or your state level competition or your national level competition? It yeah. will depend on that. Yeah. Like that's not a. It's a never-ending process. We just want yeah. to higher and higher. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Your aim is Olympics. <laughs> okay, ma'am. What are your favorite sports? My favorite sport. I am a volleyballer. I play volleyball, and I absolutely enjoy playing volleyball. And whenever I see my team playing, it's like I want to jump in right now. <laughs> and uh, I play badminton. Badminton is my uh, uh, next uh, favorite uh, sport. Uh, badminton, and then I can play table tennis. Uh, I can play chess. Yeah, a little bit not at a competitive level, but yeah, I am a good chess player also. And uh, what else can I play? Yeah, rope skipping, etc. Sorry, javelin. javelin throw. Yes, javelin throw. Yes, I was my college champion when I was studying. I was my college champion in javelin throw. I wish I had pursued that. Yeah. Maybe I would have done very well. So uh, yeah, javelin throw. Yes, all the throws. In fact, discus also. I've done discus throw also. Uh, short put. I was not very good because uh, discus throw. Yes, discus throw and javelin were my favorites, and uh, the athletics event. Running was never my favorite. Uh, <laughs> so uh, volleyball is my favorite. So this game called ball badminton. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, there is a very soft ball. It's like a chicken type of a ball. Very soft wool kind of a ball. And there are five people aside. Uh, it is played with a racket, so it's a specific racket for ball badminton, and it's a very interesting game. And uh, it's a very interesting game. Yeah, we we used to have a team in the college for ball badminton, and uh, uh, I used to play with the ball badminton team, and it was really enjoyable. Yeah. So, ma'am, uh, do you participate in any sports like now? now i don't i have participated in a veteran uh, uh, veteran athletics competition and uh, claimed the gold medal in javelin throw which did not really go very far but yeah uh, yes uh, it is there in my mind that i have to go and participate again i will i will do that once uh, once again but uh, there has to be adequate training behind it so without training there is no point in going and uh, participating in a competition Yeah. So once I get into that training mode, then I will definitely go and participate. It is there in my list of things to do. It's always like good than nothing. Something is always better than nothing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a very enjoyable thing actually. Okay. Was I'm very nice interacting with you. Thank you, Kushi. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. It's been nice interacting with you too. I mean, there are a lot of things that come out when you discuss something, isn't it? <laughs>